It's December 30th, one more day before December 31st, and then finally January 1st, 2019. It's been a year of changes for me. I don't know about you. While this is the Life After 65 channel, I'm hoping that maybe our younger listeners might get some good information from these recordings that I'm going to start in 2019. It's been a year full of changes for me. I've lost uh, both parents this year within a year of one another, actually, one in 2017 and one in 2018. I lost my mother in 2018. It's kind of a big change for me because right now there's this big void. It's a void that I didn't think that would affect me as much as it is affecting me. Right now, when I think about my mom and dad, I think that I miss them. I miss talking to my dad and bouncing ideas off of him. And he had so much wisdom that he shared with me from his life. And my mom, she was a staunch uh, supporter to me, Um, always believed in me. Actually, both of my parents always believed in me, which was a great comfort. But for those of you who haven't lost your parents, my words of wisdom today is give them an extra hug. If you are having issues with your parents, sit down and talk it out. Get to know your mom and dad. They're in a different place in their life than you are. And I promise you that it will be well worth it to put aside feelings of disappointment or anger. Anger holds us back from really appreciating other people. You've got to learn to accept your parents for who they are, which is something that I had to work on a lot in the last 10 years of their life since I was their caregiver, which made it very difficult because not only was I closer with them, but I began to know them in a different way. And so turning 65 this year has been a little bit difficult for me because I can now totally relate when my mother used to look at the mirror and she would say, I know that's me and I know I'm 86, but I sure don't feel like it. I still feel like I'm in my 30s. And I guess in a way that's good because I don't feel 65. I still feel like I'm in my 30s and I have a lot to do. And one of the things that I want to do is maybe share with everybody my thoughts and maybe some wisdom that I can impart on somebody else that might help you relate to what you're going through in your life. So the first thing I want to talk about in this episode is social security. I lost one of my jobs this year, but it happened to be the job that I was employed at and not an independent contractor. So it's going to be a big hit for me And I've been through the whole month of December doing a lot of research as to different jobs that I can do while still staying maybe in the same classification of job that I'm in right now. 
And right now what I do is I translate for the deaf and hard of hearing, uh, sort of like a speech to text so they can read it live as it's happening, which that encompasses the broadcast news stations, local and national, as well as classroom settings. It's been a really great way to earn a living for me because it's just one way to give back and feel like you're really doing something and helping other people. So I called Social Security because I need to replace some of that income. And February, I have a phone conversation to get that going. It's going to take about 30 days after uh, that phone conversation to start collecting, which kind of coincides with the February end date to my current contract with my current company. I'm still working for another company and will continue to do so until I can no longer work. But I do want to slow down and concentrate on doing some things that I've always wanted to do. And one of those things uh, that I used to do when I was younger was sew a lot. I used to make clothes for my kids and I used to garden and can and all that good stuff that uh, growing up on a farm taught me to do. And so one of my passions right now is to get back to my roots and get back into quilting and sewing and canning and making good healthy food and good healthy decisions while at the same time um, kind of going over my finances and making sure that I'm going to be okay in the long run which is kind of scary because right now we are living so long. I mean, before we were maybe dead at 65 or 70, but now with the advent of new technology, uh, you can get a new heart, you can get a new lung, you have stem cell, you can live for a lot longer. You can be on medication to control your high blood pressure. And if you really take good of yourself, good good care of yourself, that is, you can live to be 100 years old. That means that beyond your age of 65, when you're eligible to collect Social Security, that gives you another 20 to 30 years of income that you're going to need to survive. And that can be daunting. Especially if you're like me, uh, I'm single and um, I do have a disabled son that I care for. And it's even more daunting because it scares me. Am I going to continue to be able to provide for both of us a nice home, food on the table, roof over our head, and phone bills and gas bills and car payments? And so now is the time when I really wish at the age of 30, I knew how to handle my money better because I would be in such a better position than I am right now. I didn't start investing until the, I think I was probably 60, maybe latter part of my 50s. And um, I do have an E-Trade account and I like it because I can control what I invest in um, part of my account is indexed funds, the other part is mutual funds, and then I have an IRA and a Roth IRA. So diversification is really good if you can do it. 
And if you're 30, even if you're 40, even if you're 50, I cannot stress to you, take $100 a month, $50 a month, put it aside and it will grow. Take those um, earnings that you get from the interest and reinvest it. And you will be surprised at how fast your earnings will grow. And then you'll have something to fall back on when you're my age and you're thinking, wow, I maybe have 20 or 30 more years to live. Am I going to feasibly be able to work for those 20 to 30 more years? That's the big question mark for me. Is my health going to hold out? Am I going to get some illness? Am I going to get Lewy body dementia like my mother had and have to totally depend on my children, which I do not want to depend on my children? I would never want to do to my children what I had to live through with my parents. I was a caregiver for them for 10 years, and it just took a lot out of me caring for my parents and then my son and myself. So my advice to you right now, if you're younger than 65, is start, save, 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 pay yourself every month. Look into different ways that you can earn a living as well. There's things that you can do remotely from your home. Um, That is one thing that I have always done is work remotely from my home. I've been really lucky to be able to do that. And I will probably continue to do that because it allows me a great amount of flexibility, which is very important considering the lifestyle that I have. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with. This is going to be a series of segments addressing some of these issues that we face at the age of 65 and over. I'll let you know how the uh, process goes for applying for Social Security and what I've worked out to um, be able to live developing a monthly budget. And I find that uh, if you have a budget, if you know how to make a budget, that you should make a budget and you should try to stick to that budget. And just don't forget to put in your budget uh your savings, how much are you going to save each each paycheck that you're going to sock away. You don't want to put it in a savings account. You're not going to make money in a savings account. You want to invest that money. And I have been um, fiddling around with a couple of uh, accounts. Uh, one of them is Fundrise. Uh, go to Fundrise.com. And for $1,000 to begin with, you can start investing in a crowdsource funding program for real estate. And the more you invest, uh, the greater your dividends are going to be. And so I highly recommend, um, if you can't get an E-Trade account, that you start with that. Or there's another program called Stash. And what you can do and what I did, and I didn't miss the money because I had it automatically withdrawn each month, is I set a budget for myself of what I want to have in five years. And according to that budget, they figure out how much you need to reach your goal in five years. And then you take that amount of money out and you get dividends on that money. And they actually invest that money in 
different stocks, which I'm all about diversification. And so I'm going to stop there. Um, if any of you do get a chance to go on fundrise.com or stash.com and, and you are successful, please share it with us. And I will continue to develop new strategies for this new life of mine that I'm going to have this next chapter of my life and all the little nuances that come along with it and share it with you all. And hopefully you'll all have some great feedback for me. Until next time, signing off.